From the concert halls to the juke joints, from churches to festivals in the fields, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan, celebrating the sounds of Memphis and the Mississippi Delta for more than 20 years. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation and Memphis Tourism. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Jared Boyd. This week on Bill Street Caravan, we've got two men from separate sides of the blues, Willie Farmer and Jimbo Mathis. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, JB. This week, we've got a twofer for the blues fans out there. We'll be hanging out with the ever-eclectic Jimbo Mathis and the deep Southern guitarist and vocalist, Willie Farmer. The two of them stopped through Memphis to play together at Bar DKDC, but you were able to catch up with them in a much more relaxed element in the days following the concert, if I understand correctly. For sure, I packed up my car and took a quick road trip through the winding roads of Mississippi, where I sat down with Willie Farmer in Duck Hill, where he spends every day in a shed outside his home, working as an auto mechanic. Then I drove an hour north to meet up with Jimbo on his porch in Taylor, Mississippi, just near my own old stomping grounds in Oxford. In true Jimbo fashion, he made me stop for beer on the way to the dry county he calls home. I trust you two saved some beer for the rest of us. You mentioned that these two men, while kindred in spirit, come from two different blues traditions. That hour between their hometowns makes quite a difference when you consider musical influences. It's fascinating to consider that Mathis, while able to play all sorts of styles, often leans into paying tribute to the legends of Hill Country Blues. Even in his work with swing revivalist band the Squirrel Nut Zippers, it's hard not to hear a bit of that percussive, rumbling North Mississippi rhythm marching itself into the group's repertoire. Willie, on the other hand, lives about 40 miles from the heart of the Delta region, and it shows in his no-fuss approach to singing and playing guitar. The two Mississippi men shared more than just the ears of listeners at Bar DKBC. Both men recorded their latest records for Big Legal Mess, which, of course, is distributed by Fat Possum Records. So while their styles may be slightly different, that might explain why they are, in fact, a really solid pairing for a traveling review to promote both the label and their projects. Their respective solo efforts were released just a month apart, and Jimbo's Incinerator, the most recent of the two, sees the journeyman really stretching out to prove his versatility. Lyrically, he remains rooted in the themes that are commonly associated with the blues, but the album finds itself reaching sonically into the realms of Southern rock and country. On the other hand, Duck Hill's favorite car mechanic, Willie Farmer, makes a sullen case for downtrodden guitar blues, flexing both his rural sensibility and the polish that is to be expected from the original recordings released on Big Legal Mess. That's a great way to describe it. You know, some folks don't really like when you go messing with the blues as it is. But That's true. <laughs> absolutely. And this smoothed out version of Farmer's sound translates well on the recording. And what do you know, Jimbo Mathis had a hand in the recording sessions. And if you were there to see the two of them perform at DKDC in Memphis's Cooper Young neighborhood, you would find that Mathis also sat in on the drums for Farmer's live set. You gotta love a good bluesy bromance, huh? These guys just seem drawn to one another and it's actually pretty sweet. Well, for those who are there to hear it in person and anyone else who's interested, we've got it on tape and we're about to let it loose. Wow, quite the intro. Yes, we're about to let it loose. Here's Willie Farmer and Jimbo Mathis live on Bill Street Caravan. We'll get it.
what you gonna do with a woman when you know she got a backdoor friend? You know she praying all time for you to move out. You hear what I'm talking about, Ruth? So her backdoor friend can move in.
big dream last night. I dream I was a millionaire. Yes, that when you dream, you dream big, don't you? I dream about money.
Tell me about the, the show you played in Memphis Saturday, you and Jimbo. What'd you play? How was the atmosphere in there? Great. People love it. They said, they said you know, the style of playing, they just love it. I played kind of not too much fuzz, most clear music, you know, with clean cut, they call it. And the people that, the reaction I got from the people, they said it was real, real great. Tell me about what living in Duck Hill is like. Simple as you can get. Duck Hill, you know, it's a small little town. You know, about 12, 13 people in there, something like that. I was born here in Duck Hill, but I raised out in the country, the east of Duck Hill, a little community called Swept. That's where I'm from I, all my life, but I was born in Duck Hill. So. Tell me a bit about uh, just your upbringing, playing the blues uh, and playing gospel as well. When did you get rolling? When did you get started? Talking about when I first started playing my age? I'm about 13, 12, 13. I listened to the radio station out of Memphis. John R. You heard John R. out of Memphis? See, that's what I listened to. We ain't had no TV back then. Turn a little radio on, had a little old clothes hanging. Sometimes they ain't been pick up, stick it up there, you can hear, get about a tree somewhere. There you go. I sat there and listened to old music like uh, Jimmy Reed and Old Highland Wolf and Mother Water. And my favorite was Old Lightning Hopkins. But then after a year went by, I heard the sounds of B.B. King. And B.B. thought playing his totally different style. And way harder than this regular blue. It read way harder. I like it there then. Tell me how it was doing this this most recent record that you put out. Well, it seemed like it, the record I put out with Big League of Mess out of Memphis, and it seemed like it, go, it doing real, real well so far. I got a lot of hits off of, you know, people hitting on talking about how great it sound from Spain, Brazil. Europe, you know, all over, and Austin, Texas, all, I mean, just everywhere. Maybe it might get me started, and uh, I hope he do good for me, and I appreciate everything that they're trying to do for me. And uh, like the, my friend Evan Honey said, y'all need to hear this man. This man needs to be heard. He said he's just real neat. He said he needs to hear it. So they heard it, and they, I they agree with him, you know, said he needs to be trying to put somewhere where people can hear your music. So I appreciate everything everybody done, done for me and trying to do and still doing. What do you think that it is that is so uh, interesting and alluring and, and special about the music that's coming from this region? Well, what I think it is, you didn't hear nobody play the whole lot of music in this region, you know. They could play, play it, but they didn't nobody able to get out to hear it. I reckon such a being such a small town, and you didn't hear nothing about no whole lot of blue. And once they find out, hey, this man from that little small town been playing the blue, we got to see what, you know, where you know. And so that's what I think is so unique about it, small community. And people just get excited and be good. It has something to come from the small town to uh, lighten up their heart and glad, for, you know, to, to get recognized in, in the music industry. Miss Willie, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Thanks for having me in your shop. Oh, yeah. I'm really excited about your music, and, and I know our listeners are, too, so I really appreciate you. All right, JB, you come back and visit me again. You see me somewhere, you holler at me now. All right. Yeah, good to meet you now. Great to meet you as yeah, well. Thank you so much. You are. You are. 
That was Jimbo Mathis and Willie Farmer live on Bill Street Caravan. For more information on the two bluesmen, you can find them on Facebook or visit their label, Big Legal Mess, online. We'll be back with more music from Jimbo and Willie in a bit. Street Caravan has been bringing the sounds of Memphis to public radio airwaves for more than 20 years. And now you can see what we've been talking about. Check out our series of digital shorts through our website or go to iListenToMemphis.com. I Listen to Memphis is about Memphis music today, the musicians who make it, and the places and culture that fuel it. Again, it's iListenToMemphis.com. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and many other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from Memphis Tourism, Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. The soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and if you're just listening in, we've got Willie Farmer and Jimbo Mathis on the program today. Both these guys have been around for quite some time now, recording in various capacities. In Jimbo's case, you might have seen him and didn't even know it. That's right. His earliest recordings were with Sam Phillips in the early 80s, and he hasn't looked back, creating several outfits under different names, such as the Knockdown Society, the Tri-State Coalition, and the aforementioned Squirrel Nut Zippers. All that can seem a bit, I don't know, schizophrenic to some, but it all makes sense in Jimbo's head, and it seems to make sense in the minds of his supporters. That's why we all just keep rolling with him from project to project. Sitting on his porch, watching the breeze go by, and of course, drinking a couple beers, it all started to make sense to me, too. I mean, here's a man who's just out there searching, you know? What's he looking for? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> well, as we mentioned, he's found a friend in Willie Farmer, who seems to really know exactly who and what he is also. Willie said he's got older recordings floating out overseas, and I'm sure his new fans would love to get their hands on that. The cool thing about him is that he doesn't seem to really care that much about the past. The music comes out of him, and he just keeps moving forward. I'd love to track down those past recordings, but you know what? If his philosophy is to live in the present, so will I. Well, for now, we'll flash back just a bit to his recent performance. If that's okay with you and Mr. Farmer, here is more of Willie Farmer and Jimbo Mathis at Bar DKDC live on Bill Street Caravan.
Spencer Thomas on the keyboards tonight, y'all, from Jacktown, Jackson, Mississippi. Someone who'd always, always 
Memphis own Liz Brasher sitting in with us tonight. Here we go, South of Laredo.
get in where you fit in. Liz Brasher. Tell me, why'd you get together with Willie Farmer to play, man, in, in Memphis? Well, you know, I've been blessed uh, to work with uh, Big Legal Mess Records out of Oxford Town. Willie Farmer, I went in. Um, I played guitar, I played drums, I played piano for Willie. Uh, I'm blessed to work with Bruce Watson from uh, Big Legal Mess, and he brings me in on a, all kind of cool projects he brings to life. Uh, Willie Farmer is one of them. His record just came out. I love working with the old, the real blues guys. I mean, I, I've done it all the way back to Buddy Guy, uh, even before. Just, I like working with the traditional blues, you know. And uh, Willie Farmer, he brought the house down up in Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> he told me, man, that people are all up on you guys. You got treating you guys. I mean, you, to a lot of them, you are celebrities. I mean, I know you're hanging out here on the porch with me, and it feels feels natural, feels normal. But in Memphis, Tennessee, I guess the the music it means so much to people. You know what I mean? And and so from what he told me, he was really impressed with just the way that people were impressed with him. What was your take on on Bar DKDC and the atmosphere there after the show, and and how you guys all hung out? I'd say Memphis really turned out for me, and I'm so happy, man. I mean, that means the world to me. I grew up right there in Alcorn County, Mississippi, uh, just east of Memphis, uh, coming back and forth to Memphis my whole life. Uh, first record I ever cut was Sam Phillips' service uh, and uh, back in the 80s. And to see Memphis come out and to see him support my music, all the guests that were there, from Jack Oblivion, Amy LeVere, um, Eric Lewis, you know, incredible Memphis musicians were coming in and out all night. Uh, and I can't say enough about it. I, I hope the recording's great. I haven't heard it yet, but I think it's going to be really nice. No, I think I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be great. You, you mentioned a little bit about coming back and forth to Memphis and, and recording with Sam Phillips, but uh, you started playing when we were really young. Why are you playing? Was it mandolin? Yes, I started playing up in they call it Alcorn County, mm -hmm. Mississippi. So it's up on. It's really in a magic place, you know. It's up by Muscle Shoals. It's pretty close to Tupelo. It's pretty close to Jackson. It's pretty close to Memphis. It's like right in the middle. Mm -hmm of a magic place you know i mean how much great music came in from that whole area uh sam phillips i mean he's the pioneer he, he discovered and produced and pr promoted howlin wolf ike turner johnny cash carl perkins elvis presley i mean uh, the prison heirs i mean it, it's an incredible history like I told, tell people, you can put a, a silver dollar on on the map uh, in Corinth, and you pretty much cover Memphis, Jackson, Tennessee, Tupelo, Muscle Shoals, and how much Aretha Franklin. I mean, come on, they all came at, or were recorded in that region. So it's quite an amazing place, and I was lucky to come up doing music and uh, family that supported me and. We tolerated our eccentrics. Yeah, yeah. Well, you weren't the only musician in your family, right? There was a lot of music around you. Tell us a bit about the breakdown of just uh, your, your influences just within your family. 
growing up playing music as a young person? I'd say some uh, um, among my greatest uh, ones. But I mean, everything from that region, from the Carter family to Ike Turner, Muddy Waters, John Lee Hooker, uh, Elvis Presley. Uh, the list is is infinite. Um, but the real the real thing was the family band. You know, my dad, my uncles, my cousins all played, and we did music for a social environment. Our job was just to provide sound and entertainment for the people in that area. I think that's pretty unique in this day and age. Thanks so much, Jimbo, for having me by. I really appreciate it. Love you, baby. That's how we do right there. Here's more from Jimbo Mathis and Willie Farmer live on Bill Street Caravan. I'd like to introduce the next number. It's called Alligator Fish. Potato, but I want a big, thick dish. Alligator fish. You can keep your sweet pup, your good buttercup, but I only have one wish. Alligator fish. Alligator fish. Fried gizzard for my ninety nine, four ninety nine, four ninety nine, four ninety nine. Alligator fish. I want a big dick dish. I really don't know where to begin. Ruby red eyes and the pearly whites digest the day and extrapolate the night. Stunt ethanol, cocaine, and kerosene. I've been putting out fires and stickling. Oh, a fish.
That was Jimbo Mathis with Willie Farmer. You can keep up with them through their respective Facebook pages or by checking out the Big Legal Mess website. That's BigLegalMessRecords.com. And if you're looking for either one of them, they may be rolling through your city, but keep in mind the best place to find Willie Farmer is under a shed cranking a wrench. If you ask nicely, he might just pull out his guitar and play a few for you. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, Memphis Tourism, Arts Memphis, Tennessee Arts Commission, and Tennessee Tourism for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public radio. You won't find programming like this anywhere else. We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use hashtag IListenToMemphis. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. And you can always keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We'll be back next week. So until then, I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. You've been listening to the Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Mm -hmm.